Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Over Everything podcast. I'm your host, William Liu, with your daily update on everything regarding the Raptors and the NBA as it relates to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. First, some good news. The Oklahoma City Thunder have all tested negative. Uh, According to multiple reports, uh, recall that it was the Thunder who were set to play the Utah Jazz uh, one week ago, exactly one week ago. It's uh, been a really long week um, where pretty much all hell broke loose. Um, You know, right before the game was played, the game was called off. The season was called off. Uh, when Rudy Gobert tested positive. Gobert reportedly wasn't in the arena, which was uh, in Chesapeake Arena in Oklahoma City, um, you know, when this was all going down, uh, since he was questionable for the game with flu-like symptoms. Uh, But they were still in close proximity to Donovan Mitchell, who was also uh, later tested positive. Uh, The NBA has come under some scrutiny, most notably by the mayor of New York, Uh, over the ability to procure tests for players at a time where tests have not yet been made widely available in the United States. Uh, The league issued a response to that on Wednesday, citing that players are in a, quote, unique working condition, quote, uh, which led to eight teams being tested. Uh, It was also heavily stressed that um, the NBA operated based on the recommendation of public health officials, uh, especially when it was in OKC, it was OKC, um, it was the Oklahoma, um, you know, public health control board or whatever it was that came in and, um, basically called that game off, delayed it and, uh, said the game should not be played and, and, and got both teams there tested. Uh, and also the NBA made sure to stress that, uh, they have been actually, in, instead of using public resources at a time, obviously where there's a heavy, heavy demand put on, um, the healthcare system that the NBA themselves have actually gone to uh, private care uh, to try to resolve some of their issues. And quite honestly, I mean, I don't know how it works specifically in America, but uh, it looks like if you do have some money, uh, you can get some things done through the private side of the uh, healthcare uh, business. Um, the first two teams, if you, by the way, just track it down, the first two teams tested were OKC and Utah, obviously the two um, you know, it made perfect sense why they were testing them. Once a positive result was found with the Jazz, uh, it was their recent opponents, which included uh, the Raptors, you know, the, the Celtics, uh, uh, the Cavaliers that received tests. Uh, in the case of the Nets, um, it was actually a situation where some Nets uh, employees and players started to exhibit symptoms. And so they themselves sought out tests. And uh, so that's how they got that done. And after that, it's the Lakers who have now also been, undergone tests, which happened on Wednesday morning. Uh, so most of the Lakers came in and got tests done. Uh, that was because they had played the Brooklyn Nets uh, on March 10th in uh, in Staples Center. And also as a very unfortunate result, it seems like the uh, COVID-19 pandemic has also hit the NHL as well, uh, in large part because... That stable center, that uh, that visiting locker room that was used by the Brooklyn Nets, there's a possible link because uh, 
I think it was Ottawa Senators who came in also were in that same locker room. So it's it's an unfortunate situation. But, um, you know, when I look at it as a whole, it's a tough situation. It's, it's hard to say, you know, you know, what's what because I think it is clearly a case where uh, there is a privilege that comes with being rich and powerful uh, and that people who are rich and powerful have a decided advantage in life. And it's maybe especially hard to accept during a time when there is a pandemic. Um, but at the same time, there's also the reality that NBA players really are in a, quote, unique environment because they are in arenas of 20,000 uh, fans. They are constantly meeting fans. Um, you know, they're obviously in and out of hotels, in and out of arenas, in and out of airports, in and out of, like, planes, buses. They're always on the go. Uh, just a sheer amount of people they come into contact with. Um you really have to get them under control, especially. So I, I see, you know, even just from a public health perspective, why these players need to be tested. Uh, you know, and yeah, and, and if you tra- trace it back, really, I, I think the NBA did act in, in good faith in this case. Um, you know, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver also spoke for the first time to media. Uh, in this case, he went on ESPN's The Jump with Rachel Nichols, where he provided answers on a number of topics. For starters, he opened with a thought on the NBA as a whole uh, and then the role it plays in society. He talked a lot about how uh, if you look at sort of how um, the response to the COVID-19 pandemic um, and the discourse around it and the actions around it changed it was really last Wednesday when the NBA came to a stop and, you know, about in that same hour frame, it was announced that Rita Wilson and Tom Hanks had tested positive that the world, especially on this side of the world, obviously in Asia, it was already an extremely serious issue. And in parts of Europe, it was already becoming a very serious issue. But uh, in North America in particular, um, that's when it really, really uh, hit the fan. And people started taking it very seriously. So, you know, um, Silver talked about how, you know, the NBA could have been a leader there in terms of just changing the dynamic. That, you know, it's it's a little hard hearing that from the the commissioner, uh, I would say, just because it sounds like he's pumping his own product. But, you know, in, in a way, it is true as well. Uh, Silver was also asked by Nichols about the possibility of the league schedule being shifted to start on a new date when this is all everything is back to normal society can resume. Uh, and, you know, she asked specifically about Christmas Day. Silver said that it was, quote, possible and that it was being looked at. Um, so, you know, personally, I would actually be in favor of such a change as it would mean the Raptors would actually get to be in Toronto for the warmer months uh, and not and not just when they win the title, although certainly that is a bonus. Um, because if you have a season that starts, you know, Christmas Day, uh, you give, what, four months or there's six months of the regular season, you take you to, to June, and then you get to play the playoffs through August. Uh, it's perfect. I mean, honestly, uh, May through uh, basically started September in Toronto is, is, is heavenly. Um, so... I, I think uh, it, it would really just help in that front. In terms of, especially because, like, players, you know, complain about the cold and stuff like that. I'm not sure this entirely changes everything, but, you know, I think it, it, it tilts it slightly in the favor. And also, I'm just thinking about in the perspective of, you know, when you think about last year's playoff run, and maybe right now in the specific time of a pandemic is not the best time to think about gatherings, but hopefully when there is, you know, not a, you know, a disease and, and virus going around, um, you know, we can remember some of the best times in this city in terms of as a Raptor fan is going to Jurassic Park, is going to all the various public um, celebrations that t- that took place. And it's just a lot easier to do that when it's warm. 
Um, you know, like I have a very vivid memory of going to Jurassic Park for game one of 2017 uh, Raptors Bucks first round uh, with uh, friends of the podcast, Joe Wolfon and Josh Hart. And I let me tell you, it was not only uh, cold as hell. It was not only uh, raining. It was also Leafs fans chanting and halftime changed the channel. Uh, which was super rude to hear, especially from within the city. And it was also a game where Matthew Delvadova outscored Kyle Lowry and the Raptors lost game one. So it was thoroughly miserable on every front. So if, if it was at least 20 degrees, I, I probably would have felt a little bit better about it. So I don't mind personally if they shift the league to uh, start at Christmas, things like that. I, I think this is actually a good situation where they can look at it. Um, you know, and also just as a sports fan, I really don't want to be watching baseball, golf, and tennis for a solid three months in the summertime. I enjoy... I, enjoy, I like baseball, you know, when the Jays are good and, um, you know, tennis is, is cool, but there's just not a lot of sports to watch in the summertime. I'm sorry. Like, it's, it's, it's just true. When soccer stops and basketball stops, I, you know, go outside and live a regular life, I guess. Um, Silver also floated the possibility of a charity game where a subset of players who have been tested uh, can play in a sort of a quarantine situation. And the goal would be to sort of raise awareness and provide, honestly, kind of a distraction and entertainment for the society as a whole, which I, I think would actually be a very really cool idea. I think if you really think about it, it's a logistical nightmare right now to be moving players around. So I think you probably need to host it in the city where there are two teams that are available to play. So you don't need to move them too much. And when you think about it that way, uh, obviously, <laughs> New York has two teams, but A, the Nets have covid and the and the Knicks play like they have COVID, so that that's an unfortunate situation there. Don't want to see that New York uh, City game. So I'm probably looking at Los Angeles, and who would not love to see a charity game between a Lakers Clippers situation where hopefully everyone gets tested, everyone is good. They can play at a situation where they can quarantine the arena, they can sort of set the situation up, and you can have just. Um, a distraction. I mean, God damn, I would love to watch some real basketball right now. So uh, that would be very fun to see. And, and you know, uh, the amount of money they can raise towards charity and things like that, that's also good. We'll see if the players get on board with something like that. But um, that is an idea that does excite me as well. As for the Raptors, uh, there is suddenly abundance of content. That's right. Uh, for starters, Slam Magazine released a photo shoot, an entire cover story that's roughly like a you know, five to seven minute read, and also a must-see video on the Raptors from their last practice of the season. I mean, you got to watch all the Yahoo Sports Canada content, but when you're done with that, go watch that because on Slam because it is really, really funny. Um, Serge Ibaka, as always, stole the show, but Fred Van Vliet, OJ Anobi, Pascal Siakam, Norman Powell, and Kyle Lowry are also very, very good in it. Uh, honestly, it's just a gift to the fans that the Raptors players have such good chemistry and that they're so willing to share it with fans it's a very enjoyable you know situation because look man not every team has how hungry are you not every team has um oh sorry how hungry are you uh and they don't have you know the the you know inside the green room they don't always have open gym uh they don't always have you know just all these sort of uh, fun little interaction moments a, a lot of teams aren't covered this way like i know we complain a lot about american coverage but you know Raptors actually have pretty good coverage. We get to see a lot of their uh, little, or you know, Serge Ibaka doing his fashion stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's it's nice, and it's honestly just it makes you miss the guys a lot because uh, they're a lot of fun, and you know we're not ready to say goodbye to any of them. Uh, if the season does indeed, you know, uh, need to be postponed or called or whatever. Uh, in terms of social media, there's actually quite a few social posts to check out as well. Nick Nurse put out. 
uh, put on a pair of Harry Carey glasses and made an instructional video on how to wash your hands using a 24 second shot clock. A uh, friend of the podcast, Blake Murphy, uh, passed along the joke that uh, Nick Nurse is going to put COVID-19 in a box in one, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, Serge Ibaka is back to moving frantically uh, in his house as he looks to be doing the beep test in the hallway of his penthouse. Again, you can check out both the Nurse video and the uh, Serge video on the Raptors uh, Twitter page and I'm assuming Instagram as well. Finally, the best video of the night was Fred Van Vliet playing with his two babies, including Finals MVP... Fred Van Vliet Jr., who, and, and you can see that video on Yahoo Sports Canada. It's just super, super adorable. Uh, Fred being um, just, you know, having a lot of time to be dad, which is honestly probably, you know, despite all of the, everything else, it's a bit of a silver lining for our players is that they get to spend more time around their families, and that's that's still valuable. So that does it for today's update. Please go watch Run It Back if you haven't already. Me and Alex called each other over what looks to be MSN Messenger, and uh, we discussed the ramifications of the NBA stoppage while we also sign in and out, uh, you know, changing our updates and hoping, uh, you know, people notice. Also, as a reminder, uh, the Rappers of Everything podcast is still going strong as there are daily episodes such as this one, catching up on all updates as it relates to the NBA and the Raptors uh, on the topic of COVID-19 and a weekly podcast diving into bigger topics. Yesterday, I spoke to Dr. Shankar Sivananthan, and uh, we gave just i thought sort of a i mean he gave i just asked some questions and, and listened but uh he gave some very very useful uh, information and tips and stuff like that as to what we're dealing with in this pandemic so definitely go listen to that uh and as, as for now thanks to everyone for listening everyone please be safe and be considerate out there and uh i'll speak with you tomorrow normally being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.